0: hello and welcome to too fast too forever there's all kinds of family we chose this one this episode 160 the fast and furious lap eight I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe, Two, And this episode's brought to you by Cool Player, video DVD
1: in the Microsoft Store. With the Cool Player, you can play all kinds of media formats, watch online or streaming videos, have a nicer level of control over video playback, or else that you would hope and expect to find.
0: Shout out to Cool Player. <laughs> that is some rough ad copy. We are kicking off the lap with a, uh, a sponsor who needs to rework their advertising, but welcome to lap eight, <sighs> too fast, too forever. All lap long, this is our Tokyo Drift lap. All lap long, we are going to be joined by Heather Antos, at Heather Antos on both Twitter and Instagram, for our main core installments. And then if you are new to the show, in between in between our Fast and Furious episodes, we're going to do Pit Stops, which are movies tangentially related. So this lap we're doing... Fit the theme, yeah. Doing movies that are set in Japan, that feature other actors from the Tokyo Drift movie, that are directed by Jeremy Lin, that are japanese directors and there's maybe one other thing but you know they all kind of make sense and don't make sense at the same time like it's yeah. it's both a oh i see where they're doing it and i also don't understand why this is on a fast and furious podcast but that's how it goes that's the way it is and also at the start of every episode there is a bunch of nonsense that has nothing to do with just about anything but if you want to skip all this and hear just heather speaking you can click the little timestamp. In the description and go right there, and that's true of every episode, both the Fast and Furious episodes and our pit stops. But Joe, now that I've gotten all of that out of the way, which I feel like we should probably do more often than we do, yes, but you know,
1: I thought so too. I was like, wow, good placement today. That really worked well.
0: Yeah, we'll do it again in six months when we kick off lap nine. But Joe, extra cur- no, maybe more than that. How long is this lap? This lap, really lap is can't. long again. Six or seven months, maybe? There's a bunch of F9. We're going to have a lot of F9, assuming we can actually watch it. But Joe, extracurricular activities, what have you been up to since we last spoke? We took a trip down
1: to Delaware, and we're visiting Rachel's parents this weekend. Rachel didn't see them for Christmas and New Year's. They want to kind of do like a mini Christmas type situation thing for her. Mm -hmm. We're in Delaware. I'm hanging out down there with them right now, getting ready for soup. For a wild card weekend, uh, which will start after we record today. Pretty much do nothing but watch football for 12 hours for two days and drink a bunch of beer. And I'm very excited for it because my weekend can't even possibly be ruined till Sunday night, which, <laughs> uh, which is kind of comforting, you know. Like if we were like the first game on Saturday and you lose, it kind of like oh yeah, spoils no. The I,
0: whole... I I looked at the schedule because I was like, ooh, like if the if the Steelers play today, I'm like we're gonna have to record on Friday night instead because I'm like I want to like let Joe start drinking beers at eight o'clock in the morning and also yes. not be you know already depressed about whatever. Although you're playing a guy, you're playing a team that you played twice already that have COVID things. Like it, like rookie I don't quarterback, head no head coach. Yeah. It, but it's a trap game, dude. This is the perfect. It's it's it's
1: a, a lose lose for us. We can't win this game, no matter what. If we win, we didn't beat them by enough. We only beat a team without a coach and a rookie quarterback. If we lose, all hell breaks loose. So true. And you know, like we rested all of our players last week. It would be our fault for letting them in. Like it's a complete trap game I, I just i'm just happy that my my weekend can't be ruined till sunday night and after the game's over i'll go to bed and usually sleep
0: helps a little bit so cool and also by playing on the final game of the weekend you will know if you win who you will play Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. That's also a good point too. So this is the first year in since twenty twelve that I will not be in Las Vegas this week for CES because CES is all digital. And it makes total sense that this is the year that I care the least about football. Every other <laughs> year I'm like I have to be on the show floor, I have to be walking around and I'm like trying to sneak glances or like record a thing or like hide my thing. We like just not watch the Vikings so I can watch after the fact or like whatever and like this year theoretically i could watch every minute of every game yep and i don't care like i'm it gonna sucks. kind of i'm, sorry, I'm gonna watch brother. stuff on mute while i'm reading or listening to a podcast or editing or whatever like i'll have them on but like i honestly like i want the steelers for you i want the saints for another friend like but i honestly don't care like i just want to watch mahomes play it's gonna be good games yeah but i but it's gonna be good games these are actually really good matchups like i
1: think that I can't right now predict, be like, oh, okay, like, these four teams are going to win. Like, they all seem like they're pretty good matchups, so I'm excited just to watch good football, right? Because every weekend in the regular season, you always have, like, four games that suck and, like, maybe one good one. These all seem like they'll be good
0: ones, so. I don't remember what I was doing last weekend. Was it editing or something where I was like, because I haven't, you know, I've watched the Vikings... On totally legal streams that I did not google and at reddit nfl streams or whatever to, you know, like totally <laughs> yeah. didn't do that but I was watching the Vikings and then I gave up on them a couple weeks ago when like but last week I was like oh maybe I'll watch red zone I was like oh wait I can't watch red zone I forgot that I downgraded my package and so like you oh, know you sad news this podcast too. that's right I, forgot. I no longer have stars or showtime I mean I could stream red zone too but like I'm like I don't care so I just like put the jets on I'm like I don't care about this Put the Giants. I'm like, I don't care about this. Yep. And then I just, you know, went about my business. But I was telling you that I was so excited that FiOS. That like, not excited. That is the wrong word altogether. That I was reaching out to FiOS because I'm like, hey, I have three or four months left on my three-year package. I know that my rate just went up a little bit. It's going to go up again in a couple months. Like, I'm going to reach out and be like, hey. I'm one of the few people who still wants to pay for TV, hook me up with a good package. And they were like, LOL, no, we're not, we're not. Like, you're on, <laughs> your grandfathered in on some plan that, like, is almost unattainably good. Not only can we not offer you a lower rate, but, like, sometime in the indeterminate future, you're going to have to start paying more for HBO and Cinemax, which nobody gets for free anymore. And I was like, yep, huh. Okay so I'm like so <laughs> I called this one woman and she was very unhelpful and then I was like okay let me do some research and like she like if nothing else she was like you're going to want to figure something out like that was basically her like good luck like enjoy it while it lasts I'm like uh, okay so I do some research and I find some packages and basically all I really need is and I don't even need it now, but I just want it for the long term. Is the Yankees channels? Yes, because like that's all I really care about watching live. Like everything else, like all the network stuff and all now FX and FXX, that's all on Hulu, which I have. Almost everything that I watch generally, I can watch on Hulu in 4K or whatever, in a better, in higher resolution than TV is anyway. But yeah. I'm like, I just need to watch the Yankees, then then have some other stuff, whatever, right? So yep. I'm going through all these packages and I find a few different ones. So I call this other guy who is like wildly helpful. And I talked to him for a while, and he's like, okay, let's do this. He's like, you can actually save another $10 a month here, and blah, blah, blah. And, like, we rebundled HBO in there, because, like, I'm going to pay for HBO either way. So, like, I'm either paying Warner, or I'm paying this. And, like, at least I pay this. I have, like, live HBO, so I can put movies on while I'm doing whatever, right? So
1: Yeah, like, the channels, yeah.
0: It's so shitty that it feels like it's a win when, like, I'm saving a little bit of money. Like, I'm saving maybe... 20 bucks a month right now and it'll go up to like 40 or 50 a month when like the extra things were going to kick in but like i'm saving like 20 bucks a month which is not nothing but also like in the grand scheme of things 20 bucks whatever but like i got so much less but it feels like a win yeah it's just like this is yeah i'm like but yeah no stars no showtime so all of my hey it's available to watch on stars i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do that anymore because i'm not you know Yeah, fuck stars they should be a sponsor they should be a sponsor uh but the other big news for me is that i finally this is the first episode i'm recording <laughs> on my new computer which i was also telling you this saga but i'm filling it in for the people who are listening because they you know a couple of them i know justin was talking to me about it as as a quick refresher i got as my year end bonus this really nice windows computer from my boss because it's yes. like hey here's a gift that you will enjoy that you but don't probably work, want to too. spend money on yourself and also i can make you do things and i'm like okay cool whatever that's fine so i get this computer and i'm trying to like he had set everything up himself and i'm like i just want to have myself logged in not him logged in whatever it took so long to like figure because his brother was supposed to help me because his brother's like this tech guru but his also brother's like busy and stuff i'm like i'm not in a huge rush my old computer still works it's fine whatever and then eventually i was like i'm just gonna go through hp because i still have the the warranty it's gonna be okay they're like hey download this software install it onto a flash drive and then boot off that and install windows and i'm like cool and so i type in the serial number or the model number of my computer to like get Thing. Yep. Doesn't work. And I was like, okay, like this, this isn't hard. This is just me reading off a label and typing in the numbers. So I call them and they're like, oh, use this number instead. I was like, cool, it works. Perfect. Thank you so much. So I download this package, put it on the flash drive, run it, doesn't match. And I'm like, okay. So I can't, I can't use that. So I call HP again and I'm like, hey, uh, you told me to do this. This doesn't work. What you got now? They're like, cool. We're going to overnight you recovery media. This is the week of New Year. So this is like Tuesday, the 29th or something. Yes. And we're going to overnight you new media to run the restore. I'm like, which sounds perfect, right? You get it the next day. Well, oh, they actually didn't say overnight. They said they were going to ship me a new media. I was like, ooh, like, how long is this going to take? They're like, no, we're going to overnight. it." It's like, the holiday might mess it up a little bit, but, like, I'm like, it's Tuesday. The holiday's not till Friday. I'm like, even if it goes out tomorrow, it should be here Thursday. Yep. I talked to them on Tuesday. They supposedly overnight this media, which shows up, drumroll please, the following Monday. So the yep. six-night overnight, which I'm still not sure how that happened. Like, I still don't know. Like, there's still a missing date. Like, I can see, like, if they put it in the system... <laughs> And then they, like, create the order on Wednesday, but maybe it was after FedEx picked up, so it doesn't get picked up till Thursday. Like, I don't understand. Like, Friday was a holiday. I guess they don't do weekends. And then I have a separate FedEx order, not from them, but FedEx is delivering something to me today on Saturday. So I don't know. But anyway, I wait six days. I finally get the recovery media. I'm like, Overnight. Overnight six days. It's fine. Overnight. Yeah, six-day overnight. Plug it in same fucking error and i was like oh my god like i and i even told you i was like i have a feeling that when i get this this isn't gonna work you're like no think positive think positive positive," and i'm like yeah I, i'm trying to but i just know in your it's gut not gonna work yeah. so i call hp and i like don't get routed to service i get routed to like a switchboard operator essentially hey i'm like yeah i'm having some issues with my hp omen which is like they're desktop or their gaming platform she's like okay cool and like that was apparently the magic word because they route me to people where there's no wait and they like know what i'm doing they know what they're talking about they know what i'm trying to do and this first guy was like don't do anything that the other people told you to do that's all wrong instead what you're gonna do is you're gonna reimage windows i was like that's all i've been trying to do but like nobody like so he's like here download don't download through hp he's like download through windows go here there's like a he sent this whole like very helpful list he's like do this in this order it's all like straightforward stuff and it's just like Layout exactly what I'm like, cool, perfect. Beautiful. I yeah. do that. It works. I'm like, this is amazing. This is now uh the new year. This is now like uh New Year, New You. Yep. New Year, New Me. This is like Tuesday the fourth or something or Tuesday the fifth maybe, Wednesday the sixth, I wake up and I have a pending Windows update. I'm like, cool, refresh, <laughs> uh restart my computer, computer comes back on, blue screen of death. And I'm like, cool, okay, that's fine restart. It's fine. It's fine. It will not last more than two or three seconds before the entire computer locks and then restarts. And I'm like, okay, this is fine. And I'm like, I don't know, like it was, you know, some kind of buggy windows update or something. And I call hp again they're like oh yeah run a memory check because it might be memory i was like okay cool like it should take 20 minutes it takes three hours i'm like that's fine i got nothing to do it's fine nothing Nothing but time time." nothing but time i'm like it passes i call again they're like okay now do a hard drive check i'm like okay she's like it should take two or three hours it takes 11 hours and i'm like that's fine also it's whatever i'm just there's nothing i actively do i just put it on it just goes That passes. And I call again, and they're like, yeah, just reinstall Windows. And I was like, why didn't you just tell me that a while ago? Yeah. Because I'm like, I can boot into safe mode. I can't really roll back Windows updates. Like, there's some kind of weird error there. Like, that's not loading. Like, yeah, just redo Windows. And so I did that, and now hopefully, knock on wood, knock on wood if you're with me. Knock on wood if you're with me. It's working so far. But I was like, God. Because, like, all night Tuesday, I was telling you that, like, I spent, you know, six hours doing, like, computer prep. Like, it's, like, the most boring shit, like preferences in audacity and like setting up my start menu and like keeping programs from boot like it's all the most boring shit in the world that I was like I'm done it's all good I'm fine and then I had to redo that all and I was like oh so like I still don't have everything fully set up maybe hopefully theoretically we're good, I hope. It's
1: a long run, but it, it's it's hopefully better now.
0: But, yes, yeah, so the computer that my boss said he was going to buy for me at the beginning of September that got here in the middle of December is now, in the second week of January, hopefully fully ready to go. But, you know, thank you, boss. You, sa- you sound faster. And more furious. I was more furious, I can tell you that much. <laughs> Definitely. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Anything else you've done in the last couple of days? No, that's it, man. I'm trying to think. I'm still watching Simpsons. That's still going well. Actually, I have a, I have a question for you because I Tell know me. you spend more time on Twitter. So each episode of these shows that I'm watching, I'm posting a GIF or a YouTube clip or something just to, like my favorite joke from the episode, right? Okay. I'm posting them all in a thread right now. It might quickly become unsustainable. Do you think it makes more sense? To keep adding to a thread based on the way that Twitter shows it up, or should I do a separate tweet each time? And if I do a separate tweet each time, should I do a hashtag? And like, what should that hashtag be? Oh, I kind of like the thread idea because it, it still bumps
1: it, like when you add a new one to the thread. Right. And uh, that's like how our buddy Liam does it for a lot of his things to kind of keep them oh, organized. His, oh, his criterion himself.
0: thread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. Uh, a hashtag might be good. I can't... Because th- I was trying to think, like, combining the words Seinfeld and Simpsons, like, Simsfeld or Seinsons, but, like, that doesn't... That's messy, and, like, I kind of yeah. want something that's, like, unique to just me, but... Yeah,
1: I, I have to think on it. I, it. I might I might hit one for you, but I, I'm not sure. But you think
0: Thread is okay. It,
1: dep- it also depends on things like, do you use TimeHop, right? Because I think t- it would be more fun to have them as individual tweets if you, like, use TimeHop because then you'd be like, oh, you know, last year I watched this one. And here's okay. the... So I can make an argument either way. A hashtag would probably be a good idea. And you would probably want one that's
0: just for you.
1: But I can't think of the hashtag for you right now.
0: Well, if you have an idea, email family at cageclub.me. Let us know what you think. Oh, good point, yeah. I'm out of ideas, but... Because I think, you know, it's just fun. Like, people know these jokes. Like, I also have this... Which I forgot I had until my friend sent me a Amazon link to a thing that's, like, contained. But I have this, like, really nice, like... Hundreds of pages long, hardbound compendium of the first twenty s- seasons of The Simpsons, of like every episode and like all these jokes and like the, the chalkboard gag and like the couch gag and like characters you meet and like jokes you might not have noticed or whatever. And so, kind of like a wiki article. Like, it's kind of like a wiki episode? article, but like, it's like more visual. Yeah, it's like this beautiful kind of like cool. it's like a two-page fold like spread uh per episode, which I think is, is pretty cool. So like I have this thing that I'm like. Able to use to go forward, which I'm really uh, appreciative of. But yeah. just, I'm enjoying it. It's good so far.
1: That's cool. I'm excited. To see, I'm excited to see you go through this. This is this is fun. I've, I like. I watch Simpsons in batches, though. Like I, I couldn't have your willpower to watch one a day. I'm much more of a binge and purge kind of guy. Just in. For everything in life, but
0: I'm actually kind of enjoying. Like I thought, you know, because what I was normally doing, like what I was doing in December to catch up on some like year-end TV shows, I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to like, you know, not every day I can do this, but like I'm gonna have two hours a day where I watch like either four or half hours of whatever, like two hour longs, and just like work my way through series, right? Yeah. And I kind of like the standalone because like I'm able to remember, oh, yesterday was the episode where blah blah blah, right? Like yesterday mm-hmm. was
1: um. You don't batch them as hard like as right. you would if you're like, oh yeah, it was in this patch you know yes
0: so like yesterday was there's no disgrace like home which is where it's kind of like this inverse where like homer gets really embarrassed by his whole family's behavior because they go to mr burns picnic and they're all like marge gets drunk and the kids are running around and so he's like we need to get rid of the tv we need to have like family bonding we need to go to family I therapy this one. that's the one i watched yesterday i'm able to put a joke up and whatever right so uh-huh. i'm also like kind of working on some other ways to like get TV going like this for the rest of the year, because there's, like, a lot of other shows that I want to watch. It's just, you know, plus there's no new TV on right now, right? So I'm able to do it and there might not be
1: for a little bit, so...
0: Although, probably new Spy Racers every four months, because that's... Apparently how it works. ...how it goes. <laughs> we have a Patreon page on the show, TooFast, Too forevercom Shout-out to Cassie Wilson, Jake Freer, Ben Milliman, Nick Burris, Alex Ellen, and Justin Kleinman, Brian Rodriguez, of High School Slumber Ooh, Party, yeah. Haley Gerbys, West Hampton, Christian Larson, Jerry Robinson, Dan the Duke, Hayden, Renato Di Donato, and Jessica Collins, a.k.a. AKA Montez. Montez. Thank you all so much for supporting us the five dollar level or above like we've been saying if you've been on the fence about joining now is the time to do so because every patron level from a dollar a month up will get the bonus episodes and we just added behind the scenes another one with the Stirk coming up later this lap so there's at least three bonus episodes coming to patreon this lap that will never be on the feed so if you want to listen to those if you love the show so so much. Too fast 2 forevercom in addition to swag and merchandise early access to episodes the Fast and Furious Minute document the Fast and uh-huh. Furious Minute quiz you get to pick things for us to watch all at TooFast2Forever.com too we also have a store at TooFast2Forever.shop too and we have another idea for a product that will come later this year which we teased recently off mic. Yeah. Uh, which is going to be weird and fun, and it's going to come. But that's not for a while. But I'm just sort of teasing there too fast to forever.shop. But we also have an email address, family at cageclub.me. And Joey, we have four emails today.
1: Okay. Let's get into it.
0: First two from Montez.
1: Uh, and she was catching up in like huge chunks too. So
0: She was. Yes. So some of these emails have a little bit of a multimedia component. I'm going to send you an image here in a minute first email subject line spy racers here's a snapshot of a random text I received from my husband on Monday about 10 minutes before you guys sent the email in the new spy racers episode and I had a good laugh and so so her husband sends a screenshot of the TV and says season three is this included in too fast Too forever and she says it sure is boy do I have a podcast For you.
1: Yeah. It seems like this was kind of pitched to him in the beginning. Like, remember we were talking about, I was like, is it on your front page of Netflix? Apparently yes, it was on he, his.
0: And he hates it. Yeah. Montez says, still alive, still healthy, kind of, and still listening, Montez.
1: Well, thank you, Montez. Thanks for checking in. I appreciate you.
0: Her next email, subject line, Alfredo and Red Sauce. Okay. So this is something I remember talking about, but it's back in the Italian job episode, so it was forever ago, but here we go. Okay. So I just got the episode on the Italian job, 1969. So she's in lap six right now, the classic car lap. Okay. And Two is talking about ordering chicken parm and a side of Alfredo. There's a dish I make all the time that my family loves called spazania. The bottom of the casserole dish is basically fettuccine Alfredo. The top is spicy sausage and red sauce. Separated by cheese, of course, and it's amazing.
1: Yeah, that's that's the pink sauce situation that Rachel likes to do a lot, too. Like, mix red sauce with Alfredo sauce. And make this, like, bastardized pink sauce. Or you can get two two sauce manicottis. That's pretty good. Mm. So, yeah, I'm down. This sounds right up my alley, Montez.
0: Yeah, so it seems like it's, like, white, cheese, red, and then it all just, I guess, bleeds together to do that, that pink sauce, right? So, yeah. 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 Mm. Sounds good. I've made it to the middle of May 2020. I'm getting there, albeit very slowly. Sorry I missed the Watch Party this past weekend. I've been going hard on Ghost of Tsushima, which is a PS4 game. Oh, cool. I can't make myself stop playing when I have a free moment. Stay safe. Montez.
1: No worries. We'll have another one, Montez, and they're fun, and it'll be fun to have you join one day, hopefully.
0: For sure. Yeah, we'll do another one, probably. I was thinking of another movie we could do. Ooh. I'm going to bleep technology this, but we were talking about uh, movies that we've all seen a bunch that are tangentially related. You had mentioned The Italian Job, the new one, which I'm okay never watching again. Yep. But here's one that was very obvious right on the news.
1: Oh, fuck me. Yep. Right. I nailed it. Yep. Yep. Oh, yes. That's a da- Oh, God. Wow. How That's the, the next
0: one. Th- sometime this lap. We'll do another one. Yeah. That's the how movie. the
1: fuck didn't we think of that? It's perfect. You're absolutely. Yeah. Dude, it's so perfect. Good job. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Thank nailed you, thank it. You. When you guys hear what it is, if you didn't guess, it's literally perfect. Yep. He's 100% thank right. You.
0: Our next email from Haley, subject line, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Haley. How are you? Hey, fam. Just thought I would check in. It's been a while since I emailed. Life's been super crazy busy the past few months, so here's a quick rundown for you. Okay. I turned 30. I still hate saying that out loud. Oh, well, congrats. It's
1: okay. We're, we're all here now. You can join the party. It's fun. You go to sleep early. You uh, wear a lot of sweatpants. And, you know, you work on house things. That's what happens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? Is that not sum up 30 so far for me? I mean, I don't go to bed early. I but, mean, but you the can. other stuff... Yeah, I mean, I can. Yeah, you can. You always can, though, but, you know. Going to bed early starts
1: to sound fun when you turn 30. You're like, mm, it's 9 o'clock. Like, I'm a little tired. I could probably go I to
0: honestly bed don't right? remember the last time I went to bed at 9 o'clock.
1: Oh, really? But but see, I go like again, binge and purge. Like, some nights I'll stay up till 4, and then other nights I'll go to bed at 9.30.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty much always a go-to-bed between 12 and 1, almost every night. That's cool. Dylan took a fly-in, fly-out FIFO job, which is not scheduled as per such. Example, gone for one to five weeks and home for three days or two weeks. No one knows. Haha, it's not great when I can't schedule a damn thing. That would be very frustrating. And I lived through
1: this with Rachel being a bartender. Mm -hmm. And it is not fun. So I'm sorry for that. I, I understand your pain. I hope that it eventually becomes more regular for you just sanity-wise.
0: Work went crazy busy, which is typical end-of-the-year madness, and now I had an ex-co-worker steal about 75k from the company, so that's been Jesus. fine. Dot, dot, dot. Not. Holy
1: fuck! <laughs> hey, how are you just gonna drop embezzlement on us like this? Don't know. It's, it's pretty awesome, though. Did they, like, steal a safe and drag it through Rio?
0: With only 75k, and there was a little <laughs> safe, a tiny little safe. <laughs> like a very small... Well, you, like, maybe they had, like, a golf cart, right? <laughs> you just... I like that. That works. That works. That works. Dylan and I moved into our first home. Well, there's good news. There is. She sent us pictures. It's pretty cute, too. And we added a kitten called George to the family. I'm sure Joe, too, will give you updates on my sweet little boy. I've sent many photos via messenger.
1: This is the fucking cutest cat. It is so cute. Every time Rachel and I see it, we just, like, screech because it is so cute, and he has this, like, cute leopard print just on his belly, like, his belly's white, like, he's, he's, like, spotted, and, like, his belly is white, but then he has, like, one little leopard spot in the middle, and oh my god, I just want to smush this cat so hard,
0: it's so cute. I'll have to go scroll through those messages, like I was saying to you, like, I don't get notified of them, so I don't know what's going on, so I will look through the pictures and see little George. It's so cute, man, it's really
1: fucking cute cat, <laughs> it really is, I can't even, like, hold it in it's so cute
0: she says i think that's all the big things anyway so it made 2020 a very strange year looking back at it we've had some of the most horrid things happen yet some of the most exciting things have also happened let's all hope 2021 is an amazing year for us all spoiler not yet so far (laughs) that's what i was just
1: about to say spoiler alert Haley. no no you sent this in before but shit doesn't get
0: better (laughs) nope speak soon love you guys xox thank you Haley. Yeah, thanks for writing it, Ailey. In our last email today from Wells Lamont, there's some more multimedia here. So I'm gonna send you a couple videos. He says, subject line, I still ain't. No 10 second biatch. My movie idea, which I know I didn't think of first, but I'd never seen before, was done perfectly by Family Guy. So he sends this video. So I'm gonna send this to you. And this is a video which is called If Home Alone Was in Real Life. And this is on TikTok. And he talks more about TikTok later. Watch it and listen to it. I will narrate it. Actually, I'll just drop the audio in here. Be careful, there's cars on the floor here. Thanks. That's weird, huh? Yeah, the doorknob was really hot, but I just let go instead of holding on to it. And there's some ice on the stairs to the basement, so I guess just don't go down there.
1: Just so you guys know, I have a tarantula.
0: Well, now there are no witnesses. (laughs)
1: That's exactly Wells' <laughs> movie ideas, yeah. It's not bad, right? Like, it's, it's really fucking good, yeah. yeah. just yep. don't go down there.
0: Shoot the kid immediately. Home Alone. There we go. So okay. as you just heard, yeah, the the wet bandits are people who like you know sort of just bandits in general. Just walk into a house, they see the cars, they see the ice, and then Kevin's at the top of the steps, and they just shoot him. He falls down the stairs. Movie over, <laughs> yeah. Five movie second over. movie. Wells goes on. Also, these funny TikTok videos you may find interesting due to the nature of your podcast. I know it seems kind of weird that I'm a grown man on TikTok, but once you get them to stop giving you tiny teeny bop dance videos, it's pretty legit. Well, yeah, like I've been saying all along, and this, and this week especially has been uh, all about social media. Like every social media platform is amazing and it's also filled with terrible stuff. And so, if you curate it to find what you yeah, want, yeah. TikTok algorithm is crazy good. So that if Rachel you says this, watch too, enough man. stuff or like enough stuff. Yeah. Or follow enough people or just like scroll past things quickly enough, it'll know what to show you more of. And so you can find woodworking, you can find dumb meme videos like I'm gonna show you here that well sent in, or if you wanna watch, you know, high school girls dance, there's no shortage of like it just whatever you're into, TikTok will serve it up. So there's two videos he sent in. Kay. I'm gonna put uh <laughs> I'm gonna put this one first because I think this one I'm only gonna play one, but I'll send you both. Okay. But there's this guy on TikTok at semi stupid who does like mashup videos between him and Fast and the Furious.
1: Nice car. Oh, thanks man. It's a 2012 Ford Focus. What's the retail on one of those? Well, I got her back in 2013 for about 16 grand. Looking way overpriced, dude. But at the time I had really shitty credit, so I didn't really have an option. And payments are way too high. But uh, like if you wanna know the price now, like after depreciation and stuff, um, I, give me one, let me check Kelly Blue Book. <clears throat> see here. Oops, <laughs> sorry I stepped on the gas. Let's see. So right now you're looking at about 5,500 so it's not worth much. Oh, it's a green. Well, it was nice talking to you guys. Fucking douchebags. Yeah, that's really good. That's really fucking good.
0: So it's a video, as you, as I'm sure you could figure out from the sounds, is a guy just pulls up to Dom and Brian. So instead of the one IPO, here we go, more than you can afford, asshole or pal or whatever. I just keep using the deleted scenes lingo. Oh, oh, but he's just there yeah. in his 2012 Ford Focus. And he's just having a conversation with Dom and Brian. I was waiting for Dom to say smoke him, and he doesn't. It's still great. It's still wonderful. So I'm going to send you another really one. Good. Yeah. Don't watch this other one now, but watch this cool. later. I'll save it, yeah. But it's another one, same guy, same kind of thing. But it's about the uh, scene at the shrimp place. What's that place called? I, I can never Net. remember it. Neptune's, Neptune's Net. Neptune's Net. Well, so I just want to send this to you real quick while I catch up on the latest eps. Okay, bros. Peace, anus. Peace, anus. Well, thank you, Wells. These are great. These are. And um,
1: Rachel. Rachel's a huge fan of TikTok. I, I can't do it. I can't bring myself to do it. As much as I'm an ADD brain, I can't watch short videos. I appreciate the good TikToks. I get a lot of really good ones from Rachel, but uh I can't devote any attention to that. So,
0: That's these fine. are you awesome don't have to. Though. Exactly, but they are great. Any platform that you want to go find stuff on, you can it's just a matter of wading through. And TikTok is weird cuz like I feel cuz most of the popular people are not like celebrities. Like Kevin Hart's on there, The Rock's on there, but like it like they're not the people to follow. Like you might want to follow them on Instagram or whatever, but like on TikTok it's like really just about like random people like this who just become famous or like people who do great impressions or people who do amazing art or people who do whatever. Like they're people that you don't know. So I think TikTok takes a little bit more work to build up what you want to curate. But once you have it there, man, it's really good. It's really, really good. That's what everybody says. Yeah. So email family at cageclub.me if you want to say hi or send us anything or videos or pictures or anything. Family at cageclub.me. Joe on the streets, news about the Fast and Furious, anything you have seen in the last couple of days. Nope.
1: Nothing nothing crazy. Waiting for the new trailer. That's about it.
0: Yep. So the final thing to do before we take a break and bring in Heather to talk about The Fast and the Furious is you talk about the final, what I think is finally the final deleted scene. That's it? From The Fast and the Furious with the clever name, this is just whoever uploaded to YouTube, Full Garage Scene. It's called Letty and Dom Full Garage Scene. Sorry. Letty and Dom Full Garage Scene. And it's the, it's one of the longest one. It's not the longest one we've done so far. So here we go.
1: Looks good. Thank you. Did you sleep any last night? No, but I like it that way.
2: I have to make a parts run to Simi Valley for Harry.
0: Drive safe.
2: Bye, man.
1: Isn't there a test or something you should be studying right now?
2: Don't worry about it, Dom. I can handle it. I know what i got to do, okay? No, I
1: am worried about it. You're not doing enough of it.
2: Get off my back.
1: Hey, Dom. Don't you think your sister's entitled to a little happiness?
0: Of course I think
2: she's entitled to happiness. I have to make sure she keeps moving forward. She doesn't belong here.
0: What do you care anyway? Lady?
1: She's old enough to make her own decisions, man
0: Letty this hey.
1: what you need to be worrying about is who's gonna stick by your side? You gonna stick by me? Maybe, maybe. You don't always have to be such a tough guy.
0: In the scene, Brian and Mia are working on a car and talking about how they didn't get much sleep last night. Wink, wink, wink. Dom enters the garage holding a big wrench, and Brian leaves to, quote, make a parts run for Harry. Dom criticizes Mia for not studying enough, Mia storms out of the garage. Letty rolls out from under the car she was working on and sticks up for Mia. Which we see in the movie. That that part's not cut out. We just
1: cut this into the montage.
0: Yes. Dom tells Letty about how he's worried for Mia's future. Letty re-centers him in his priorities, then starts taking his coveralls off. Ooh. Dom and Letty make out. Dom lifts Letty onto his waist and carries her to the couch. They continue to make out. So this is the extended or original scene of the Dom and Letty make out scene from minutes 62 and 63. With now which dialogue. Which is the debonair by Dope, which is the scene that... Heather brings up in the back half of this, which she mentions. Yes, but she does. this, what I am very, very curious about with this is that whoever uploaded it, there's like a second at the end of of the more than you can afford pal scene. So I wonder if this was on a a DVD DVD at some point, because it's not on the Blu-ray anymore. It's not on the 4k anymore. Like I've looked at both of those. I don't own the DVDs. I mean, I own the DVDs that come in the package, but like, I don't know, like where did this come from? Again, I'm very curious.
1: I don't know, but it's a real scene. And you know, we were trying to, we were kind of grading them based on like, if they have background music or not. And so this one's not scored yet.
0: And it's, it's matched a little bit better, but like the last one, there's still some like weird kind of, it's not not smoothed out as much as it could be or should be. So it's like, it got close. Like, it was edited, it was a cut, it was sequenced, but it wasn't actually, like, done.
1: And they used scenes from it. Like, they used parts of it in the real Mm -hmm. movie, so.
0: So what I think is interesting here is that Brian knows Dom's history and we know like if this comes in that at that point of the in that point in the movie right like we had already seen the pictures of the guy that Dom bashed up so like when Dom walks in holding a wrench right it's like oh Oh, I I know what this 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 is gonna be yeah yeah
1: think of that that's right right So he is, like, intimidating him. That's absolutely right. I was was focused on other things, but that makes a lot of sense.
0: Which, whether or not that's intentional or just, like, he's carrying a wrench. It's like, we know Dom in the history, and also, you know, Brian and me are talking about how they didn't sleep last night because they had sex all night long, right? Like, so... No, I think
1: that's very intentional, (laughs) now that you say that. It's like... Like, the way he's holding it and his demeanor in the scene, it like, it's kind of, like, held kind of at his waist, and, like, it's it's crossed. He's, like, kind of, like, tapping it on his other hand. Like Yeah, it's like, that's, like, I, the
0: menacing, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna fuck you up with this wrench. Yep, yeah.
1: wow. That's very interesting.
0: Okay. One of the things you found, which I just moved to the top of the document, moved to the top section, is that Brian says he's gonna make a parts run in Simi Valley, but he's actually busting Johnny Tran, which we know from earlier is actually where he lives. He lives in Simi Valley. So, like, he's going yeah. back to... He's not lying about going to Simi Valley... He's just lying about, you know, the parts that? run for Harry. It's just he's actually going to bust Johnny Tran, right? So
1: I was looking it up and I was like, I did two things. I was like looking up Simi Valley. And one cool thing that I found is that that's where the Skateboarding Hall of Fame is.
0: Okay, cool. I was like,
1: oh, that's interesting. Just like in passing. But I was mainly looking it up to see how far away it was. And it's like 40 minutes from Toretto's Market and Cafe. And I was like, okay, that's like a good... I didn't piece together that he was going there for Johnny Tran's to like bust Johnny Tran. I was like, that's a good... Way to excuse like two hours, right? Like that's a nice escape, you know. You're like, oh, there was some traffic, and like I, I got a, I got fat burger on the way home, you know. Oh, three hours later, and like that's a. I thought that he was using it to like go check in with the cops, right? Which he is, but to bust Johnny Tran, not to, like, go check in. Because you could, like, really buy yourself some nice time doing that, so.
0: When I was thinking about it, right, because this is the debonair by Dope, like, that's the whole, like, montage where they're gearing up and then they go bust Johnny Tran all while that song is playing. And, and they're, they're making like, okay, out, so, like, like, the scene, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, he's, okay, so where he's actually going is to bust Johnny Tran, and then, like, as you were saying about Simi Valley, like, I, I Apple F'd for Simi Valley in the document, and I'm like, oh, Johnny Tran's house, like, you would looked up before, is in Simi Valley, you can see the overlook and whatever, so, like, again, partial truth, like, he's like, oh, yeah, I was in Simi Valley, and, like, that'll, that'll, you know, it's going to take longer to, like, bust him and do that thing than, like, drop off parts or whatever, but, like, it's not entirely inaccurate.
1: Another thing I was thinking about in this scene, part of the reason why it now feels like it was cut, like at least the dialogue parts, the dialogue is like, I think Vin flubbed the fuck out of this scene.
0: Really? He says specifically, don't you have... He says, Isn't there oh, a test or something you should be studying right now? Not studying for, but just studying yeah. Yes,
1: he says that, and then he's like, you're not doing enough of it after that. Like, enough of what? Like, th- that first, that that was like, okay, whoever wrote this dialogue, like, Either somebody wrote bad dialogue or he acted it. They needed to re edit this or reshoot this if they're gonna use this dialogue because it doesn't okay. make sense. Yeah. The other thing is is that this now pieces together with the Mia scene doing an impression of Dom, because we need that to establish the like Dom forcing her to do schoolwork
0: kind of vibe. Yeah, because in the main movie, the only real indication we have as her, of her as a student is when Brian shows up to the party, the Buster brought me back, she's like looking at a science book, right? But like it's never referenced again. No, but and you're they right, don't this talk is not the second time it. in a deleted scene that we've had her referenced directly as a student. That's what I'm saying. So
1: like it, like, it makes, like if you see her like reading a science book, you can infer that she's a student. But if you're gonna like have this scene or the other scene, like, you definitely need the other scene to get to this scene, right? Yeah. So I get why they cut that part of it.
0: I just realized that Mia's get off my back kind of relates to watch your back. I mean, it's not at all, but, like, you know, we don't hear the word back a lot, but, you know, get off my back and watch your back. I do like Letty sticking up for Mia. Maybe it's, like, woman to woman, or just, like, this is something she has to do. Like, Dom always gets riled up and she's got to calm him down or whatever, but, like, it was cool that Letty under the car listening to because Dom's outside doing whatever he is but Brian and me are like giggling about like their all-night fuck fest and like Letty's like there right like they're not like yelling about it but like I'm sure she can hear them, and so she's obviously okay with it. Not that she there's any reason for her not to be, but she's like Dom, like you gotta relax, man. Like let's just go make out. Like I'm gonna take your cover. And she's an
1: adult, and yeah, this was this was like the coolest part. This is the this is the part of this scene that I'm sad that did get cut out because it would be really nice to see Letty stick up for Mia like this and be like, she's an adult. She can make her own choices. You gotta let her go. Like you're not. She can buy her own shrimp. She can buy her own shrimp.
0: She can study her own test. (laughs) <laughs> like exactly my other question here well like so there's two different line readings that i really like i like mia's thank you early on and then i like letty's very like understated Woohoo! at the end. Um, I like both of those. But the one line that stands out to me, in addition to your Dom-Vin flubs, it feels like... So, okay, so the car they're working on is the car that he had dropped off. It's the 10-second, 10 10-minute 10 car, whatever, right? Like, But it's, like, almost fully done, right? Go like ahead. Yeah, I want to talk about this. Yeah, go ahead. Time has passed, but it's not a lot of time. But Brian already says to Mia, love you, which feels kind oh. of quick.
1: Oh, that that's...
0: Yeah. I mean, I know that every relationship is different. Like, maybe it's been a month or two. Maybe, like, I don't know. But it feels like they're still, like, in that honeymoon phase where, like, they're just staying up all night and bang. Like, it's just, like, they're not, like, settled into a thing and, like, dropping an L word. And she doesn't say, love you back. She just says bye.
1: Dom isn't acting as if they're in a relationship. Like, they're canoodling, right? They're not, like... We're not to this point—because me because Letty has to stick up for Mia, that means that they're not already in an established relationship. Because if Dom knew that they were like, oh, like, their boyfriend and girlfriend, you know, he would be mad about it for other reasons, but Letty's like, you let her make her own choices?
0: I feel like Dom's upset because it feels like she's misprioritizing anything above schooling. Like, it feels That's like— true. What, what is That's very true. clear here is that Dom has noble intentions to a certain extent, that he wants a better life for Mia— He He thinks that she's too smart. He doesn't want her growing up as a grease monkey or whatever. Like, she's trapped in this life. She's better than them. She's smarter than them. So in that regard, I think his concern for her is valid and genuine. He's just kind of going about it in the wrong way. I think maybe because... Maybe he has suspicions about Brian. Maybe he doesn't like this new guy banging his sister all night. I don't... Like, there's all... Any number of things that, like, could be... Ooh, that's a little bit fishy. But, like, he has noble intentions. Like, I want a better life for my baby sister. She doesn't...
1: She doesn't belong here.
0: My brother Jacob, who we won't know about for 20 years, he got out of this life. I want her to get out of this life, too. (laughs) Exactly. Yes.
1: Oh, but on the note of the car... I don't know if we talked about this last time, and I know that maybe you're not the best eye for this. Definitely not. If it's about cars, nope. In the background, they have this blue car, right? That's like, we
0: see... With the with the ovals? With the ovals on the side? Or yes, no? yes, yeah, yes, okay. yes.
1: There's two cars. There's like the Supra, and then there's mm-hmm. the blue Eclipse that like is behind Letty and Dom, right? Like when they're making out. Do we think that that is Brian's
0: old eclipse that he blew the engine in and they just repainted it? Because it's the same car. We saw that eclipse in the actual movie in minute 63, which is the montage. We see the super and the eclipse, and that's when Leon's working the tachometer and Dom's working on the Nas and Letty rolls up underneath. Like, we see the eclipse earlier I don't know. I mean, I have no idea whose car. I, I guess it would make sense. Like, doesn't that track? That's what I'm trying to think. Like, I've never thought about it before
1: when I was watching this. And I was like, they established that Brian, that Brian fucked up the car, right? Because he like blew the engine. Now the mad scientist to have to rip.
0: Wait, so what, when does this car get wrecked? The car that he's in that he owes Dom gets blown up by Johnny Tran. So what car is this that gets wrecked? That's what I'm saying. Is it is it the Johnny Tran shot up car? That they, like, mm.
1: redid. maybe, maybe I don't know. That's what I'm trying... Because it's, like, the exact same car. So, if they blew up that one, like, do you think they went back and, like, towed it? And then there's, like, okay, we're just going to redo this. Like, the engine was already fucked anyways, right? He fried the piston rings. Johnny Tran shoots it up. And they're, like, okay, let's, let's just fix it.
0: Not knowing how much effort or cost goes into something like this, it feels like that's too much work. But I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. In the tuner world, an eclipse is children uh, no crust is a common
1: car you know what i mean like it wouldn't it wouldn't be unfathomable that there was more than one of them but at the same time it's like we had one that it's was a co- it's a weird coincidence yeah i was thinking about that when i was watching this maybe maybe maybe
0: anything else about this deleted scene which i think again is probably the final deleted scene unless there's more out there that we have not covered yet, but we have a couple more trailers that we're going to watch for the first movie, yes. however many I can find on YouTube and Rip and whatever, but anything else of note about this scene before we really kind of truly close the door on the first movie?
1: No, I think that was good though. I like I liked that scene and there's parts of it that I liked and parts of it that I wanted to keep. This is like one of the first ones that I was like oh, I want to keep some of this, but not mm-hmm. all of this, so that felt interesting too.
0: I think again, like what we've talked about before what you mentioned earlier this episode, it's like the cascading like you cut one thing, you have to cut other things too, right? So, yeah, unfortunate but yeah all right Joe let's take a break let us bring in Heather and talk about the Fast and the Furious for lap 8
1: This is episode number one hundred and sixty, The Fast and the Furious. This episode is brought to you by Cool Player Video and DVD Player from the Microsoft Store. Cool Player is an inte- is a powerful and intelligent DVD, video, and audio player. Shout out to Cool Player.
0: You said, you know, when we well, before between recording time, you said you're going to figure out in a couple. No. Like I, I would have figured it out after one. Like I already got what the theme is. But, oh, like, I, I, I know yeah. you told me, but also like I know what it is. But yeah. yeah. Very cool. Very, very <laughs> cool. Cool. Cool DVD player. With us tonight to kick off lap eight, you heard her on the Tune Up Recap for lap seven. Joining us all lap long to watch these movies for the very first time, we have with us tonight and forever in our hearts, Heather Antos. Hello, Heather. Hi. Welcome back to the show. Glad you could be here
2: yeah thanks thank you so much you know do you feel uh, different
1: now that you're part of the family
2: i i have some feelings you guys
1: you feel but not different
2: <laughs> <laughs> i have sure <laughs>
0: okay cool cool i like that i appreciate just that
2: just so just so you know um i i did live write notes while i was watching oh i the saw film
0: oh no 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 no, no
2: yeah. not the tweets there there's there's a notebook good okay there's cool. there's yes. a notebook with uh thoughts written down i thought about live tweeting but then i was just like no i want to save save my hot takes for you guys except for okay. the most bizarre ones some some made it to twitter but yeah and then hbo crashed on me when i was watching when there was 10 minutes to go and Feels so kind of appropriate. i literally just finished the last 10 minutes right before recording this i figured i'd save it for you know Perfect to be, to be fresh.
0: I will point out that there were a lot of people who follow you who are like, "Don't watch movie X or Y or Z." They're <laughs> all wrong. These are all
2: great. <laughs> I was wondering what you guys would think because I figured you'd see their replies, and it was so fascinating, you know, getting the different takes from everyone um, on things. Oh, quick anecdote before before we get into it, just for you guys. So I was home for the holidays.
0: Oh yeah, how was your cross country drive uh, in your new car?
2: It was it was pretty good. You know um, the. I, so I drove back to New Jersey from Michigan Christmas Day, and let me tell you, no traffic. It was fantastic.
1: It yeah, was... beautiful day to travel,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. I only hit traffic, really, once I got within an hour to the city so okay but yeah no so i so i was back with my parents i figured my dad had seen the films and or you know it kind of seems like a dad type franchise
0: a cool dad type franchise sure yeah
2: well and also um just for some bg information my grandfather fixed classic cars for a hobby so okay he had an old Fiero that he completely restored and, like, took it to um, Indy 500 and drove a lap around the racetrack and, like, all of this stuff. So
1: Very cool. Yeah, I don't, I
2: don't think I told you guys. Like, I learned how to take apart a car engine and put it back together when I was 13 years old.
1: A real gearhead.
2: A little bit. A little bit. I don't remember any of it.
1: The buster but... became a gearhead.
2: But, yeah, so I was telling my dad... I'm doing this podcast fast and furious the whole reason they're having me on is you know because I've not seen a single thing and they want the fresh perspective while they watch through them all and then my dad immediately goes oh well they're about this 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 no dad <laughs> and I God yelled at damn it him. Dad. I like, dad the whole point is that I don't know anything <laughs> did you miss that part <laughs>
0: I covered my ears and went la la la. Well I will say in in that regard somewhat. So I don't know if you're the type of person who doesn't want to hear their own voice on a podcast or if you're like, ooh, as soon as it's out, I want to listen immediately. Mm-hmm. But I timestamp when you when the actual movie conversation begins. So if you're ever curious, like how it turned out you can always go in there and just click on the timestamp in the description this is everybody listening you can just click on the timestamp in the podcast description and go right to that part because like in the opening part you know we talk about spoilers sometimes things just come up we've done these movies now eight times this is our eighth time through them so like we've all talked about them everybody but you essentially knows everything about them but if you're ever curious and you want to be like i wonder how it turned out or whatever (laughs) without spoiling yourself
2: don't tap a little timestamp,
0: and yeah. then yeah, that's all you need to do.
2: Good, good to know. Good to know.
0: So, a little pro tip. Okay. Yeah. Before we talk about the movie, though, mm-hmm. so before almost every movie, I think there's some that might not have any. We're we're still growing these out, but we have some either or questions. You know, we did the personality quiz last time you we were on. This is similar, sort of, um, but this is really about like how you see yourself, how you identify yourself in the Fast and Furious. So there's no wrong answers, and you can either explain your answers or not. It's up to you. Yeah, it doesn't but, matter. Do you are you ready for these very hard hitting questions?
2: Oh my goodness.
0: Sure. Do you see yourself as more of a Brian or a Dom?
2: Brian's Paul Walker, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay.
0: <laughs> you are not the first person to ask that. Do not feel okay. bad. Okay, yeah.
2: I don't I get Dom, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, Dom. Okay. okay. Similarly, mm-hmm.
0: are you more of a Mia? Or a Letty? Are you Jordana Brewster or are you Michelle Rodriguez?
2: Yeah, I know them by their characters' names. Not their actress names.
0: Okay. Perfect. My kind of girl.
1: There you go. Perfect.
2: It's funny. Tyler was talking to me about Michelle Rodriguez the other day. And I was like, I don't
0: fucking know which one that was. You can always come back to this after
2: you've seen them well, in more movies. Yeah, but. that's that's very true. That's very true. Because the the movie basically has them as Hot Girl 1 and Hot Girl 2.
0: It's Hot Tough Girl and Hot Caring Girl, essentially.
2: Yeah, that's true. And I don't feel like I'm either of
1: them. <laughs> that's fair. You can okay, pick I'll, either. I'll, totally I'll say fair. neither. That's yeah. fine.
0: That's totally fine.
2: I'm, I'm a hot snarky girl. Oh. Do we have
0: hot snarky girls in this? Pro- I mean, Letty kind of, right? A little bit. She's got some sass to her. Yeah, I think so. Maybe eventually Ramsey, but not even really. Like, no. But there's one more question for this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you only pick up on after you've seen it six or seven times. <laughs> or you watch it. 12 times in a row to break it down minute by minute but in this movie you'll remember <sighs> brian and mia go on a date to that mexican restaurant they go they to cha 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 they do I no, do it's
2: remember
1: cuban,
0: that. Restaurant, cuban restaurant cuban restaurant s- i'm so so sorry yes it's a- that
2: one restaurant that what's his face took her to that one time
0: yes exactly so this is where that comes from
2: which i never got his name what was his name vince vince, vince. okay yeah. vince and jesse and okay yes I so yes I so
0: vince that. is very drunk and so he comes into the kitchen. He's picking on Brian. He's picking on Mia a little bit. And Mia says, Vince, what's the name of that restaurant? You know, it's got the little wood ta- the red candles, the wood tables, the picadillo, whatever. Food all over the place. Like, what, what was it called? And he goes, oh, cha-cha-cha. And she says, yeah, Brian, you can take me there on Friday. So mm-hmm. one of the descriptors of how she describes this restaurant to Vince to get the name of it is by saying there is, quote, food all over the place. So if we were saying <laughs> to you, Heather, We got this great restaurant. It's perfect. Like, we're all vaccinated. The lockdown's over. We got to bring you this place. You're going to love it. There's wood tables. There's red red candles. candles. There's food all over the place. What are you picturing in your mind for the description, food all over the place?
2: Oh, my God.
0: Again, no wrong answers, because, like, it's an insane thing to say.
2: (laughs) It's a very weird thing to say. Yeah. Um, I have two images that come to mind that are completely different. Okay. I have the like, you know, the obvious like aftermath of a food fight, right? Where okay. it's just mm-hmm. food all over the place. Yes. And then there's this weird image that also combated it where it's like all the decor is food.
1: Okay. Which is kind of true in the in the actual movie. Yes.
2: A little bit, right? But in my head it's much tackier than that. It's it's like, you know, it's like uh what is it? Like a Fridays or something like that where Okay. Okay.
1: okay. But with Not. food things, yeah.
2: Yeah, but just, like, food. Or, like, you know that, like, really, like, the the plastic food bowl stuff that, like...
1: Fruit, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. I imagine that just, like, hot glue gun to a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect.
0: <laughs> That's wonderful. Perfect. All good answers. And that's one that we're never going to know what it means other than like what we've seen. Because like the restaurant is a little crazy, but also not like it's not that weird. Right. It's not food all over the place. No,
2: it it looked like a pretty normal Cuban restaurant from what I've been to, you know. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, we are through the first movie's questions. Now that we have one, we have one.
1: Should we, should we
0: get? The, the
1: titular question for the for the lap.
0: So we get a new question yeah. Every every movie this lap we're going to kick off with a conversation starter that we're not going to go too much in detail of why we're asking this until we get later in the lap, but Joe, this was your idea if you want to ask the question to kick us off.
1: Usually we like, you know, pick a moment last last lap our focus was Michelle Rodriguez or Letty. This lap I would like to know what is your coolest character or moment in the movie for you? What was like the moment that you watched the movie and you were like Oh, that is just
0: so cool. Or a character you think is so cool. Like a moment or a character that stands out as like, that's the coolest thing I saw in that movie.
2: Um, okay, so it's relative to the movie and just not relative to movies in general. Yes,
0: no, this this (laughs) movie in particular. Because we're gonna ask this question, spoiler. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. oh man. Oh so. And it's like it's like the idea of of,
1: like cool. Like that person was like just like that was like a really cool line, or that was like like somebody said something you were like, Oh, that guy's cool.
2: I mean, I don't know if it was Cool. I don't know. I don't know if I would call anything in this movie cool. Okay. But I would say the one moment that I was just like, "Fuck yeah, you go." Was it was the desert races at the end, right? The whatever they're called.
0: Um, oh, race wars. Race, race wars. wars <laughs> yeah. <desert>. So you <laughs> think race wars is cool? Is what you're saying?
2: No, I don't. But uh, Letty, right? Her moment in the car when the guys like all being, "You should yes. fucking sleep with me instead," right? And she. She smokes them. That was the best moment in the movie for me.
1: That's a great, cool. yeah, that's a
0: yeah. very great moment. That's very great. Because
2: cool. for women everywhere, fuck dudes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're not that wrong. makes sense. <laughs> Joe, what about you? I, I realized that we didn't think about this in the moment of watching We did our watch party the other night, but what was your, what's your pick for your cool moment in the I, I
1: mean, there's, I have so, so yeah. many. There's
0: so many. There's too many.
1: There's too many. There's there's options all over the place, mm-hmm. but I think if you went with a lady one, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the the Mia getting Vince to to tell her the name of Cha Cha Cha, and then immediately Ooh. turning to Brian and going, "You can yeah. take me there." No, that's, that's like fair. such like a cool girl moment. Like that was like, oh man, that is so
0: cool. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Also, for the record, in the character quiz, I am Mia, so I am always uh, fond of Mia's everything, even though she like. I don't She's want to say the coolest things. character She's in this. She's kind of movie. sidelined through most of this franchise. So, yeah. just I, you know, unfortunately so. But, you know, still but I love think her. that was a very cool moment. It's a very cool moment. You know, the one thing that keeps coming back to my head, and I think it's just like the iconic nature that makes it cool, it's that, you know, that whole speech by Dom, the you never had, you almost had me, you never had me, you never had your car. Like, that is young so cool. Upstart, i agree. Oh, Oh, you like I almost had you. It's like, no, you, like, yeah, you, you know. No, no you, you, you know, lost.
2: You know, I'll give you that. That is, that's a good speech. I just wish it was a better actor saying it. <laughs> oh, well, well, okay. Like, Them's he, fighting words. That's, that's <laughs> fine. Uh, you'll never take me, but that's fine.
0: It's the way he delivers it. It's the mentality of it. It's the fact that like... The reaction of everyone else around him. It's the setting up of this budding romance between the two of them. Like, Brian, you know, he wants to impress Dom so bad. Dom's like, you don't impress me. Like, you didn't even beat me. I'm so yeah. cool.
1: I didn't even have it's, to try.
0: I almost feel like, and this is not scheduled for this lap, but we almost have to cover True Romance, because, like, the Hans Zimmer song, You're So Cool, and, like, they just, <laughs> she said, you know, Alabama at the end of that movie, spoilers, says to Declarance over and over and over again, You're So Cool, You're So Cool, You're So Cool, so. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. But, okay, Heather, we are now here to talk about the movie. Wherever you want to go, overall Tell us your thoughts, thoughts, impressions, do you regret saying yes already?
2: <sighs> a part of me does. A part of me does. Okay. No, it's... No, no, no. Not, not seriously. I mean, like, look, it was exactly what I thought it would be. Okay. And it made me chuckle at the level of cringe in some moments.
1: Any moments that you th- you're thinking of, like what, I what mean, are, like... the
2: one that stands out the most to me of just like, of course they fucking did this. This makes no sense and and is just it's a joke to me. Is you know Brian and FBI are all in SWAT gear to go after the other uh, the, the the biker gang, right? Mm-hmm. And then Johnny it's Tran. just like, yeah, yeah, Johnny Tran, and and then it's just like, oh yeah, and and we're just gonna cut that and and intersplice that with a sex scene. <laughs> with... <laughs> with letting it up for no reason there's no like story reason and i'm trying to get the parallels if there are any and there aren't it's just yeah we're just gonna have a sex scene in this garage during
0: this well there is i will say that we have not covered it oh is that today that actually is today on today's episode there's a deleted extended scene on youtube of that sex scene
2: oh i'm sure there is
1: (laughs)
0: yeah just longer. That's yeah, they also <laughs> that's... they also cut out a longer kind of sex scene or make-out scene between Brian and Mia. So, like, this movie was a lot sexier at other points, but... Uh...
2: There was one shot in particular where we're going to have a close-up of Ven grabbing her ass. <laughs> yep, <laughs> and yeah. I just, these pants that do not fit her very well, by the way. It's an was iconic a, shot. But, yeah, I just watched that. I just started laughing so hard because it just... I have no, and and I want to, I want to, I want to disclaimer, like, I have no problem with sex scenes in movies, like, that's totally fine, whatever, but, like, it just, there was no build-up to it, it made zero (laughs) sense.
1: Totally (laughs) fine, yeah. It
2: was just there for the sake of being there. I I was shocked at Ja Rule I had no idea he was in this and it was so funny because uh as I was beginning watching I was like there's there's a lot of Ja Rule in this there's a lot of Ja Rule music in this that's weird and then this guy turns around and talks and I'm like that sounds like Ja Rule's voice and I look (laughs) at his face and I'm like what the fuck
1: That's kind of a recurring theme in these movies. The musical talent. Stars
2: in it. (laughs)
1: Stars in it, but also doesn't acknowledge that they're musical.
2: That's a good point, yeah.
1: It happens more than once.
2: And, uh, well, that was spoiled for me. I did, I did, I did see some of that how what a way to date this movie right like Ja Rule is so early 2000s like I think I have a totally hits 2002 where it's like him and Ashanti on it yeah I think I think one of the most perplexing and bizarre structural things for this film for me was and this is just me as an editor as a storyteller whatever going into it so this movie is an hour and 47 minutes long
0: count your lucky stars right now because they do not stay this short for much for much longer
2: well but even but also for 2001 that's a long movie you think yes
0: i don't
1: know in context
0: are you, are you talking just in terms of like blockbusters or just movies in general
2: i mean both that's you know most movies didn't go super super past the 90 minute mark that's, I mean, that's that's a long movie for that time. So I'm watching it, trying to, you know, I, do, I know nothing about this. I'm, I'm watching this as if I haven't seen a trailer and I know nothing about this.
0: You're the Jon Snow of the Fast and Furious.
2: <laughs> yes. They don't give you general exposition, who Brian is, what he wants, the whole, you know, who, what, where, when, why of any of this happening. Explain that opening scene in any way, shape, or form nope. until forty minutes into the movie. Yep. <laughs> I was just gobsmacked, just gobsmacked that that was that was a, a purposeful decision. I don't know. It's it 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 it. The movie makes zero sense to me. I could pick apart it logistically for days on end about how nothing makes any sense, but the things that they do try and make come full circle are just it's 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 very amusing to me but i also understand why people loved it so much too it has everything for a summer blockbuster that you need yes yeah it was it was a ride it was it was a real ride good word thank you i can't say i enjoyed it but i was amused
0: so i will hopefully psych you up for future movies by saying that this is the most dated Of the movies, I think by far.
1: By far. Yeah, I agree.
0: So I think that a lot of what you're feeling about, like, the jaw Rule of it all, we'll call it, like, that does get... Oh, that was great. Then maybe it's all downhill. I don't know.
2: (laughs) It being being dated does not bother me. Like, I, I have no problem, like, watching something and be like, oh, this is so 2000s or this is so 1980s. Like, I have no problem with that. I was a film major in school. Like, I love studying things of their time. That's not an issue to me. My, honestly, my biggest the biggest things that just kind of like really like come on or like how lazy is this is just just the overall structural writing plot holes or lack of thought or motivation or things like that like that's the stuff that i could just tear apart
0: Yeah, so generally, and I think I've mentioned this book probably on here before, but there is like this very famous screenwriting book that like I think a lot of intro to screenwriting classes teach that when I took uh, that course with Tobin at Ramapo, it taught this book and it's called Save the Cat by Blake Snyder and it breaks down like it's this very kind of formulaic, but like in a good way so you can understand how stories are told and it breaks down from page one to it's roughly generally like a hundred page script, a hundred minute movie Mm -hmm. and usually... The break into two, the second act, when like the real, when the kind of when the movie gets going, is like minute 25. And you're right, Heather, like, we don't find out that Brian's a cop until minute 36. Like, there is a big gap, which, 10 minutes, you might think that's not a lot, but like, in a 100-minute movie, that's 10% of the movie. Like, that's a, that's a lot more of the movie that, like, you are kind of in the dark.
2: They don't even acknowledge the DVDs. Like, they don't acknowledge, like, or that, that opening scene, you know, the them DVD being stolen. Yeah. yeah, this is the scene that's gonna set you up and get... Hyped for the film, and then it's just not talked about for for the longest time.
0: Well, I think because this movie is also a little bit of a fake out. It's about heists, and it's about this, and it's about that, but really at the end of the day, it's a love story between two men. Like, that's what it's about. It's about Brian and Dom in love with one another and trying to combat the Romeo and Juliet nature of he's a cop, he's a criminal in the end they need to get together somehow
2: you are giving that the, the story much a lot more credit than it deserves
1: yeah i think you're giving it less credit than it i deserves. think so <laughs> you'll see
2: oh no no i i don't doubt that they turn it into something
1: we turned it into something i don't think
0: that they sure. turned it sure sure no i think i think they made a very conscious decision to do the romance between brian like i think there is a very overt apparent if not oh no, romance, no 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 no, 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 no. I'm not, and
2: and I'm not saying that there's not there there's clearly something there. I just don't think it was written very well. Fair enough. I I don't disagree that that tension and that relationship isn't on purpose. I think it a hundred percent is. I just don't think it was structured or written in a way that served that to the, its best purpose.
0: Well, the other kind of defensive latter movies, later movies that I can give this is that I think this is the one that has most benefited from nostalgia.
2: I would 100% agree with that.
0: Objectively, I think, as objective as I can be, I think this is somewhere in the middle in terms of actual quality. Like, it's the lowest budget, it's a different thing altogether, but like, I think when you're ranking them based on just how good of a movie it is, somewhere in the middle, right? Of the nine, somewhere in the middle. Last lap, when we had two guys on who had never seen any of these movies before, their favorite stuff in the franchise was almost all later stuff. Like, there's some stuff in the middle that like people love, and Mm -hmm. the like the, the fan consensus, I think of like people's most favorite is five generally. Yeah. But people who are coming to this new, I think, like the newer stuff better. Maybe because it's better, but also because I think so much of this earlier stuff is just so heavily linked in people's brains, like Joe. Yes. To nostalgia, like I never saw this until after I saw five, mm-hmm. and so in in the mind of many. I see the first, the best one first and then I'm like okay let me watch the rest and I'm like I never get that high again right yeah. so keeping that in mind like not loving this one it doesn't mean that you're not going to love other ones it's just Oh
2: uh, oh no yeah. and and I'm not I'm not saying like oh screw them all I'm going to hate them all like no like I you know I go I go into everything with a completely open mind I'm just like oh my gosh this is this is this this screenplay is something
0: So if this was if this was issue 1 of a comic of a title, would you mm-hmm. come back for issue two, or would you be like, "No, I know what they're going. I'm not interested." Keeping in mind that you had not, if you had not signed a lifelong blood yeah. pact with us,
2: no, I definitely would not pick it up. Um, okay. There's nothing that kept me invested or intrigued in any any of the characters. All the characters are very flat. 2D oh. in this they're very very stereotypical like I can see the sh- the the, the shallow veiled attempt at depth but the writing just didn't go to where it could. Having that been said though I would, so my general philosophy and most people's aren't this but this is just who I am. I give every comic, issue, comic series three issues before I decide whether or not I will continue because I want to give an, a series momentum and time to you know build and whatever. But comic issues are not as expensive as movie tickets. <laughs> so I would, I would, uh, you know, if I if I paid money to see Fast and Furious 1 in theaters and Fast and Furious 2 was coming out, I'd be like, that's nice. And, and then go on with my life.
0: Is there anything about this movie that you did like or lo- even, dare I say, love?
2: You know what? I will say, although there were only two women and yes first and foremost those women's roles were to be sexy the the eye candy of the franchise they did have some a a bit of agency which i will say you know for 2001 is still very shocking to see in some of those films let alone well two women let alone right and two women that are not pitted against each other in any way shape or form so i just applaud the script on that alone That's huge that they got to have some agency, even though at the end of the day, they were mostly used to motivate the men (laughs) one more so than the other. (laughs) We really like that,
1: too, as the movies go on. If that was your thing that you liked the most about the first one, I think you might be pleasantly surprised by like where this trajectory goes
2: well that's i i will say that i think i think it gives me hope for for where it goes because to have you know summer blockbuster manly men are men and we you know do manly things and add more and more men to the cast you know again just let alone just having two women two women that are not pitted (laughs) against each other which is god such a low bar but here i know i know You know, you don't, you don't see that in shit today, you know? So, so that alone is just, like, so refreshing. And to know it was done in 2001 is so refreshing.
1: Yeah, for a movie that a lot of very young boys watched a million times, Mm -hmm. right?
2: No, for sure. Um, I will say that that is definitely my, my high point,
0: was there anything about the movie that surprised you either pleasantly or like, I can't believe they did that either like in a good way or in a bad way that like, you just didn't see coming narratively or character wise or anything. Like, did you, did you think Brian was a cop? Did you see that coming? Or is that just like a, of course he is.
2: Oh, that, that was very, of course he is. I don't know if I was like shocked. I didn't like guess it, but I wasn't surprised by it. Fair enough. Okay. Because otherwise where's the story? Yeah. I think the biggest, and, it, and even then, it's not a surprise, but, but just a like, so this is the direction you decided to go, huh? Aside from, you know, sex scene <laughs> during, <laughs> during the SWAT break-in, was just, Jesus, how dumb the FBI was. Oh, yes.
1: That's a recurring theme.
2: Oh my god. They're just like, no, just we just we just need to close this case. And I'm just like, it's DVD players. Like, really? This is this is your hard hard pressing thing that you, you need to close up today. And so you're going to go after people with zero evidence whatsoever and it turns out to be wrong. Good. Way to go, FBI. You do
0: you. Do you. <laughs> I mean, this was do we ever get like a dollar amount back then? Like, it's probably Couple hundred thousand? They say six point two million. That's a lot of DVD players. Which I wrote
2: dead right. Like and, and they're and they're not even they're those like what it, it was the built-in DVD player like chunk TV, TV. things like those the like TV. those Panasonic. I had one in my kitchen as a kid. Six point two million in two thousand one dollars when those things cost what? They were like, a couple
1: hundred bucks.
2: I would say maybe two hundred. I would say yeah. that's so many. Of, of which, then, where's the where Vin signals. Diesel? Right, where's Vin Diesel and Cruz storing these? How are they flipping them? What, like that's where all of my questions are because that's you don't see any of that, and that's a lot of work.
1: It's criminal enterprise, yeah, yeah. run by five people. Run
2: by five people, of which aren't very like like a couple are 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 smart but but not really
1: (laughs) yeah two of them two of them definitely seem like they are just the muscle right yeah
2: the cisco of the crew
0: yeah exactly that's a reference you will eventually get (laughs) (laughs) you not? maybe not i don't know maybe
2: but yeah no the the fbi i i was just i had so many questions about them in this of just you know again 2001 you had a black man as as the fbi guy in this way to go Way to go mm-hmm. yes, that was I was shocked in a good way, pleasantly surprised very I mean truly, very diverse cast, so wait, way to go fast and furious than this i I didn't get it. I didn't understand why this case was like a life or death do or die in this moment. we gotta solve this. I didn't understand why he. And that final scene when or the the climax, I guess, when um, it's a setup, right? And the FBI is, driving the semi?
0: I don't think it's a setup. Cuz
2: they say feds.
0: He says Vince.
2: Oh, does he? It sounded like feds to
0: me. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Then forget what I said.
0: I don't know if I want to cut this out cuz like that would be a radically like that would be a really interesting development if that was a setup.
2: Well, Ooh. if it see that's that's what I, I maybe that's just what I wanted. Well, cuz it makes sense. Cuz it does make sense and I think s- sorry to the Fast and Furious, but I think it would make a much better movie in in my mind because then, okay, so this is this is the headcanon that I had and what I wanted to see. So that's the feds. Let's let's just say it's the feds. It's a cop sure. behind the wheel goes to shoot at Vince. Car chase ensues. Yada yada yada. So this would immediately put Brian in a much more dire situation. He then has to make a decision then and there with his bosses in front of him what he's going to do yeah that right there alone like had we seen his cop boss whose name I can't remember like eye contact whatever he has to make that decision in that moment which side do I pick do I pick the side that redeemed me and is the law or do I pick you know the family where I feel like I belong which is like a great theme for a film and would make a much more emotional and impactful climax
1: yeah that would be a very very interesting scene to see. You know, Bilkins was like in a car down the road, and he has to see what Brian is doing. Right,
2: like yeah. if the cops, like if the cops are chasing them right in that final quarter mile when when they're, you know, when they barely miss the train or whatever. Right, yeah. like. Like, something, and and then Brian gives him the car, and then he's stuck, and, and lets himself get arrested or something. You know what I mean? Like, something like that, where we literally see him physically sacrifice himself in a way for his family... I think would be a much more visceral and impactful statement of to what this movie is trying to talk about.
0: Well so I, I don't I'm not laughing at you I'm laughing at what the movie did instead and then cut out. So there's an alternate ending to this movie <laughs> where all of that where you're like look there's this real confrontation between the two there's like emotion there's drama there's tension like it's all great and I agree with it wholeheartedly like I love that. Yeah. But what they, what they chose to do instead and I think rightfully <laughs> cut out was they were like okay Tanner who is he is Balding Cot Boss. White Boss. White yes. Boss, yeah. Ted Levine, who plays Buffalo okay. Bill in Sons of the Lambs.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't know that. I was just like, oh, nice casting. He
0: brings Brian back to the house at the end where Dom and Mia and everybody live. Mm-hmm. And he, he just drops them off. Him off <laughs> and uh, they're like, good luck. And then he, he drives away. And then Brian and Mia get together in the end, they have a happy ending. It's like, wait, what? So like, there's, you know, the neutral ending where like, you'll find out into what happens to Brian, Uh, you'll know eventually what happens to Dom, like, you know, sort of where it goes, like, the cops aren't happy, but they're not wildly unhappy for one reason or another, who knows? So Mm -hmm. like, you have this idea to like, make it more narratively interesting, which I really appreciate. And then the movie was like, cool, we see all that and we're going to go the other way and remove all all tension oh whatsoever God. and be like, yeah, we're totally cool Bow it up. that we let you Blow. let away FBI's most wanted Dominic Toretto. We
1: literally drop you off at the girl's house. Yep. You're good.
0: It is remarkable. Head on the back. <laughs> As you're describing like, what would be a 100% more fully satisfying conflict, everything in terms of like narrative and punch and dramatic focus and everything, I'm just thinking about like what they decided to do <laughs> instead and it was... It almost could not be different. Yeah.
2: More, yeah. More different. Well. Well. See that just kind of like just emboldens my belief that this film was written. And I know it's not true, but this is just my head canon, Was written by a bunch of bros in their dorm room, right, drinking 40s, and just, and then what happens? Oh, and then they meet this hot chick. Oh, and then what happens? And then he asks her about the tuna sandwich. And then what ha- Like, that's, you know, like, that's, and then they wrote that draft, and that was it. Like, that's...
0: <laughs> Heather, there's a really great video. That's what I'm bringing up right now. I'm going to send her, yeah. so, yeah. Go ahead.
1: There's a really great video that you need to watch that is like when the 5th one was coming out. They're like, "Okay, we're here." It's like it's like a com- comedic.
0: The Onion used to have their yes. uh fake talk show called Today Now. Uh they interviewed the 5-year-old screenwriter of Fast 5.
2: Oh, nice. Oh, I just got a text from Joey. He sent me a YouTube video. Yes. Yeah, there you go. And he's like, "Room," and then the car goes
1: bang and like, you know, it's like a little <laughs> kid. I'm like, "Oh, and that's, so that's really like interesting."
0: Just- and then what happens? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, but that's that's I'm like this is this is every like, Like fifteen to seventeen-year-old teenage boys, like, yeah, this is a great movie,
0: yeah. (laughs) So that's also the interesting thing. Without without really going into how this happens, but Hmm. these movies do shift the type of movie that they are from being a car movie to an action movie. We've never actually talked about this, but like, I wonder if that also just kind of more adequately reflects what a 17-year-old boy likes in the time. That instead of liking cars, they like superheroes. Like, now that it's cool to be, like, a comic book nerd, we're going to do these things that are now more like Iron Man.
2: Yeah, I think it might have been shifting to what a summer blockbuster was, I think. true. You know what I mean? Because when Iron Man hit, it changed what summer blockbusters were. Well, Dark Knight, Iron Man, like, all yep. of those. It changed, yep. it, it changed how summer blockbusters were filmed. It changed the budgets they got. Because summer blockbusters before those truly before the big superhero movies and before nolan were cheap popcorn films Mm -hmm. you know low budget but a cash grab get a get a couple cool names and and there you go yeah those films changed everything and they started getting budgets and i think these guys had to compete for better or worse i don't know because i haven't seen them
0: i don't want to say should i don't think i don't think it's going to impact things one way or the other but like If you look into the box office returns Mm -hmm. for the first handful of movies, I, I think you would be, like, stunned that this became a franchise. Like, I think this one did well, and I think it was a big enough hit to do, like, the second one, and then, like, the second one bombs... And the third one kind of bombs. And then the fourth one is widely considered one of the less favorite, less popular ones, even though we think it does some important stuff. But, like, if you think about, like, how quickly people are, especially now that, like, oh, you're not an overnight sensation, we're not going to continue. Mm -hmm. Like, look back at, like, the kind of the critical and commercial success and failures of these early movies and be like, they really made this into a billion-dollar franchise based on like nothing. I don't know, like faith, like yeah, hope? yeah. I don't. It's, it's it's every time I think about that, it's remarkable to me that like that we got more than two of these. Like, two yeah. almost failed so spectacularly in different ways that, like, why would you ever do a third?
2: I'm wondering, and and I don't know enough about this to have an informed answer. China is obsessed with Vin Diesel, and so I wonder if the international audience and international draw on the potential there was enough to warrant continuing.
0: Yeah, maybe it was for because foresight?
2: I, that's the one thing that I know with, with these movies... In particular, is like China and Japan, like they love them. Yeah, the street racing aspect has some to do with that, but I also know Vin Diesel is a huge part of that. So
1: that's cool. I wonder if they they love them because Vin Diesel's in them, or because he was in the first couple. Well, that's 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 another.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like when when was um, Riddick right when or Chronicles of Riddick or Triple X? Like when after this were those after this? Yeah, I don't know. Well, Pitch
0: Black I think was before this.
2: I was going to say...
0: And then Chronicles of Riddick was like, oh, four. Because I'm pretty sure he does, like... Because he's not in two, and he chose to do other movies, and I never keep it in my brain what he did, because we haven't done the Vin Diesel lap yet. But, like... Yeah.
2: Well, and him not being in two would explain why two drops off two then, right? Right.
0: Also, spoiler. Well, yeah, but I mean, you'll, you'll see, you'll, you'll find out very, very soon.
1: <laughs> and very quickly into it that he's just like...
0: Oh, Vin Diesel's... Oh, he's not in the credits? Okay, I guess he's not in this movie. All right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Having now seen one of the nine movies and, mm-hmm. you know, with a couple, a couple other things that you're going to cover with us this lap... Rank like, them. Just kidding. Yeah, just rank your one, but like, (laughs) (laughs) are there things in particular you're hoping for? Because I think we asked this question in our tune-up, but like, are there things now that you've seen one that you're like, oh, I really hope that they go here, either narratively or like situationally or anything like that, or things that like you're dreading, is it just like what we talked about today? Like the things you don't like, you hope that they, you know, stop doing.
2: Have a prominent female character that doesn't need a sex scene. I think that would be, that would be a big one. Because um, okay. they're, they're o for 2 in, <laughs> in this first one. Stop talking about tuna sandwiches. Tuna sandwiches are gross.
0: Well, they go away, so you're good there
2: great perfect and i hear the one isn't even that good there so why exactly why even like tuna's not good to begin with but bad tuna is fucking disgusting
1: <laughs> I i've never eaten a tuna sandwich nor will i
2: that uh, you you are my type of human i don't know like the the writing and potential for uh, like for a really really good script is it's it's there it's it's right there which we see a lot in hollywood And so, so I'm just, I'm very hopeful that you don't have to intuit what should have been on the page. Sure. That's, that's a high bar though for, for films in general. So (laughs) we shall see. We shall see. Does the, I will ask, does the, do they continue with the cheesy CGI shots of like naws going through a car's engine? Do they get better?
1: (laughs) They do and don't.
2: Cause it reminded me of also early 2000s thing. I don't know if you guys watched house ever, Sure. but it reminded me of those sequences when it's like, and now we're going to jump into the human body and do a really like bad CG of like blood moving through, uh, you know, the, the veins and everything in the human body. And I'm just like, this is very of its time. Like that, yeah. that type of, that's a very of its time. CG was becoming a bit more ubiquitous in films and everyone had to show what they can do with it.
0: Yeah. You're, you're not wrong. Like it's it's weird. It's it's not uh, it's not great. Um, it's not something we see a lot of now.
2: I think the thing I was trying to figure out was you don't see it every time in the first one. You don't like every yeah. time they do. You don't see it every time. I was trying to figure out why they chose it when, and I couldn't figure it out. There were some that they were really extensive, and another was just a quick flash. Like and yep. it was just it was just weird. I, it was just weird, and, and I and I and I don't understand.
0: Well, I will say that if you're watching these movies hoping that they like make sense. Directly. <laughs> like like they like they're not like they make sense, but they also do not they could make a lot more sense than they do and they could pay a lot more attention to themselves than they do mm-hmm. like there are so many opportunities for like callbacks or references or this or that that like that we get sad just, about yeah they just don't do so like I do think that they're going to get better I think you're going to enjoy yourself more but I also like don't expect like radically world-shifting different things like, oh no no this is no, pretty much I'm, the zone we're in and, and yeah. I'm,
2: no no and I've come to terms with that I just would would like them to acknowledge the film that they're in like you know what I mean like sometimes where it's just like this this is the world that you're in please acknowledge the scene that happened before it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Which I want to say that that starts happening, but I'm also not entirely sure that I'm I can sure. fully, <laughs> I can fully sell that.
2: I can't commit to that. What well, high standards I have.
0: Truly, I mean, you're asking so much for movies to make in, have internal consistency and make sense. <laughs> and like, who are who are you? Like, I,
2: I don't know. I don't know. On,
0: you snob. You filthy pinky up in the air while you're sipping a cup of tea. Ooh.
2: I can't. I can't escape my job. It's always stuck there
0: oh no i get it i totally get it do you have any other thoughts about this first movie do you want to play a couple games
2: oh my goodness let me just look at my notes oh tuna is gross crust is a treat oh i'm offended that i i was uh given paul walker as my character i have written in my notes multiple times i am not paul walker
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you're gonna have to have different answers at the end here so i mean that's all that's gonna happen
2: great men are dumb Uh, i wrote that i don't know uh vin's sweat stains are gross pizza hut i was really excited at one point to see pizza hut in the movie oh yeah and vin i i thought this was this is a fun nostalgia thing but vin was still shaving his head he had like a light little stubble in some scenes so you know he wasn't full bald yet at that point i wish this movie was set in the star wars universe and it was all pod racing oh that is the movie that i would love and want and like can you imagine if like dom was and he was giving that to baby Anakin trying to pod race, that's what I want. I want this this to be...
0: Yeah, a love story between Cibola and Anakin. I mean, you're, you're, it's not—it's not—not that. I mean, you're kind of close. That's what
2: I want, though.
0: As Disney, you know, envelops everything, like it's gonna take a big gulp to envelop Universal. So I don't think, like, one of our dreams is to have this crossover with like Jurassic Park or Transformers Ooh. or something, because like those are all owned by Universal. Trans- but,
2: Transformers like, makes sense. Like yeah. that could be cool.
0: It's not impossible. It just hasn't happened yet. Actually, our our number one our main our real i think plausible crossover that we want to see is men in black i think men in black also makes a lot of sense
2: i think so too i think so too i think and i think men in black and transformers makes a lot of sense Let's do a triple crossover.
0: Please and thank you.
2: Men in Black and Jurassic Park also makes sense. There's so much here, guys.
0: Yeah. Let's make it happen. You you got some inroads. Let's just, you know. That's let's, true. Let's it I just, you know
2: what? It's on me. It, it is on me. I will, I will call my people.
0: Yeah, we're going to indoctrinate you into the cult of Dom, and you have to help us make our dreams a reality. There you go. Okay. All right. Our first game that we're going to play is called this Ain't No Ten Second Race, a.k.a. Boy Do We. Boy Do We have a podcast for you. Come and check out our show. Yeah, yeah. Have a podcast for That's you. So now Heather, I'm going to give you some time. Please go on twitter.com. This uh, might be a terrible day to do this. Nope. We're recording this the day that the world is on fire. Yeah. Which one? Go on twitter.com, aka the bird app, and find a tweet from anyone that you don't know, ideally that you don't know, okay. um who might be interested in hearing this podcast and what we're going to do. Is you're gonna send a tweet to me, either via text or Facebook or email or however you want to get to me and I'm and going And it has to-, to be
2: someone I don't know too, right?
0: theoretically, because like I, you, really don't, we don't want to do like a friend just because I feel like there's a little bit of like a bias there. It might yeah. be easier. But we're going to like the tweet, retweet the tweet, and then reply to it by saying, boy, do we have a podcast for you and link to the show page. So we're trying okay. to encourage adoption and listenership. And there's a scoring system. The game, I will say, is very difficult. Like it is so hard to engage with random strangers on the internet. Yes, um, it we've, is. We've gotten a little bit better, but that is only because we started out so, so terribly.
2: Okay, so I just have to find one tweet?
0: Any tweet from anybody that you probably don't know that doesn't know you or whatever. Okay. I know you're kind of a big deal online. That's okay, but, it's uh, okay. anybody that like, you know, just somebody who's like tweeting about the Fast and Furious or tweeting about, you know, Vin Diesel or anything you find or cars or whatever. It's just a dumb fun game. But I'm going to review what okay. we did last time. And you okay. kinda of get a sense of the tweets that we found, Heather, and you can sort of see like the type of things that might or might not work because I don't remember if these were successful or not. But last episode, I don't know if we have ever done this back-to-back episode since like we were only okay. going monthly yeah yeah i found ramesh bala at ramesh laos when ms nowhere and gary disappear while on a mission in the sahara the spy racers must step up to the plate and finish what ms nowhere started get ready for an all-new season of fast and furious spy racers coming to netflix india on december 26th boy do we have a podcast for you, for you. also we'd love to host an after show about spy racers called exhaust fumes Boy, do we a podcast for you? Nothing. Okay, okay.
2: I'm sending you a tweet.
0: Joe, you found dot, dot, dot at Daniel Akina, Akadayo. The best thing I've done this holiday is watch Fast and Furious Spy Racers with my brother, Adrenaline Junkies. And we said it's our favorite holiday tradition. Boy, do we have a podcast for you podcast and for your you. brother? Nothing. Nothing. Nico found your old drinking buddy, J. Dobbs, at J. Dobbs Rosa. You watched your Wonder Woman and your Soul's. But it's time for the good stuff. Fast Furious Spy Racer Sahara just dropped on Netflix. What did you think? <laughs> Boy, do we have a podcast for you. J Dobbs liked it. So Nico picks up another point. Nico. Another point. Ooh. Truly great at this game. Yes, he is. He's really He's good. He's very close to me. I'm still ahead of him, but I've had so many more opportunities to play the game than he has. So many more options. It's yeah. honestly uh, embarrassing. And then Kevo okay. found from DreamWorks at DreamWorks. While Raphael and Matsuo sneak into the secret military base to steal a piece of tech for Cleve, Tony and Layla drive in a dune buggy race to win back their crew's freedom in the all-new season. The Fast and Furious Spy Races is now streaming on at Netflix. One of our favorite scenes. Boy, do we have a podcast for you, DreamWorks. DreamWorks, surprisingly, did not respond. Oh, damn.
2: I found two. I'm going to use the second one I sent you because they're not following me. Oh, he's from New Jersey. Look at that. So this is from Prax Jarvin username is the same after mainlining six fast and furious movies over the past four days i can safely say the fast and furious franchise is actually the best x-men screen adaptation to make it to screen
0: oh do we have a podcast podcast for you you. is there any any kind of like flavor text that you want to add in there to like convince this person to listen to the show or do you want to just send the default stock vanilla tweets
2: i would say to myself and you, you can tweet it better watching fast and furious it is a comic book on on screen 100 percent.
0: perfect it's 100 percent a comic book on screen we agree boy do we, we have, have a, a podcast,
2: podcast you. there you go like i was I, that that's yeah. the thing where i was like i bet you as a comic book this would be a lot of fun um and i would enjoy it as a comic but in its current form, okay. which is interesting because I'd be very curious to see how like street racing is pulled off in comics, you know?
0: How would you do Nas if you were drawing it? How would you? Okay, here's the question. Since mm-hmm. you draw, we've talked about this, I think on the, uh, I think it was on Mike, maybe not, but we, you draw penguins, mm-hmm. you know, you take uh, commissions to draw a penguin in any kind of format. So now, I mean, we're going have to have the whole penguin Fast and Furious family. Obviously. But if you're going to draw draw a penguin racer... Mm-hmm. How would you adorn him? What would he be wearing or she be wearing? or you know what would the tank would be jacket. wearing? Ooh,
2: I mean a very badass jacket, obviously.
0: Okay. What did you think of the fashion in this movie? Did you like do, do you care about fashion in general and did you like the fashion in this movie?
2: So I enjoy fashion. I'm not like your super like up to date stylist trends, whatever, but sure. um I like looking good. Uh, just men and jeans that don't fit. Paul Walker's t shirts a size too big.
0: Well the t shirts get bigger too, so don't you worry about that.
2: Oh good. And women barely wearing any clothing. Uh (laughs) but but also like you see, I mean, it was stereotypical street wasting in my head, you know, garb that people were wearing, right? Men are trying to look top. And women, and of the times, right? And women wearing the early two thousands was a bad time for fashion. I just want to put that out there. You're not wrong. <laughs> it was a very, very bad time for fashion.
0: <laughs> so we got the penguin in a very cool jacket. Are there any mm-hmm. uh, racing? Like, is he wearing like racing gloves, like a Ryan Gosling in Drive, or is he just uh, what's no, the penguin he's, doing? He's,
2: he's full flippering it. Full flippers. Love it. Yeah, yeah, and he's got some cool like sunglasses. Yeah, some nice aviators.
0: Very cool. I like yeah. that a lot. That's one cool penguin.
2: Absolutely.
0: All right, Joe, you found your tweet. Please hit yes. us with it.
1: It's Holly Jolly Nick, N I K, at UG Nicky. <laughs> laughing my ass off. My relationship has me doing head ass shit. I never watched a Fast and the Furious movie before, and I hated the idea of matching clothes. I just bought Paul and I matching Fast and the Furious shirts, laughing, crying emoji, like kind sweating, of ashamed emoji, sweating, sweating emoji. Yeah, yeah, ashamed sweat emoji, boy, do we have a podcast for you, holly jolly, Nick,
0: um, we have a podcast for you and your
1: boyfriend,
0: and your boyfriend, Paul Walker, no, I'll just say, and your boyfriend, yeah, I am going to go with, uh, someone who, this, this tweet went a little viral, I didn't see it until just now, but I'm going to go with G at Taco Bout Picks, which is just mm-hmm. a great name, no lies told though, Tokyo Drift is dot dot, well, my opinion best fast and furious movie Ooh.
1: it's not wrong it's not wrong
0: something i got some some kind of wording like uh you speak the truth or something like uh preach the good word i would say the preach tr- the good word the i need to go s- something biblical here preach the good word boy do we have a podcast for you all right heather our final segment our final thing to do on this episode okay. is to play a game called dude what's my car
2: dude What? my car What? your car dude Ooh. so as i think
0: i briefly explained to you via email. Mm-hmm. I know almost nothing about cars. Perfect. Yeah. Joe knows a decent amount about cars. You apparently now grew up with cars, so you probably, you might know more than both of us. I don't know.
2: Probably not. It has all escaped my, my brain.
0: I do not fault you because, you know, there are certain things that Joe does not remember. There are certain things that I don't remember, and yeah, cars, is one of them, I just, it's just in one ear, out the other.
2: I, I have to remember all these Star Wars facts now. I can't.
0: Full-grown yeah. full, full Grogu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, when the podcast started, I think, I don't remember exactly how this game began, began, but... I got into a habit of just describing cars in a very poor way, like trying to describe cars, but not <laughs> oh, doing a very man, good yeah. job of it. Listeners email in pictures of cars for me to mm-hmm. try to describe to Joe so that he can guess what they are. So we give oh, him the color man. of origin, of or the car of or- the country of origin, hello. We give him the country of origin, describe it as best as I can. He answers, he asks yes or no questions, and we get to the what it is in the end. We've gotten to a point where like, people are sending in like very niche, very difficult to guess cars. But, right. But uh, my question to you, and you can change... Episode to episode, you can stick the same all year long. Would you rather help me give clues, or do you want to help Joe guess what card it is?
2: Okay, this first one, just so I can get acclimated, let me help you give
0: clues. Okay. Totally I cool. would like you to pick a number between one and six. Four. So, Joe, this comes from our friend jerry robinson okay i need to figure out the country of origin joe this car is american okay wait you had to figure out the country of origin though so that's wait interesting. google says american but jerry says european so okay. i don't know either possibly either it's from the 70s i will give you that clue okay and it is baby blue it looks like Ooh. it could be silver i can't tell
2: okay this is technically a european car
0: okay
1: technically a
0: european car okay. yes yes so Google let me down.
2: It didn't. No, 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 no. Um, we'll we'll get into it. We'll get into it.
0: So it's a two door car. Okay. It's a little sporty. Got a big, big old hood. Big, big old front. Hood. Big old front engine.
2: It's got a sloped uh, rear view windshield.
0: It's got four white headlights, two by two. There's a round circular one on the right and then like one, there's two on the right, two on the left, and they're aligned horizontally. Okay. And then orange fog lights inside that and then a small sort of looks like a horizontal lines across as the grill.
2: The car's logo is uh, behind the front left wheel. Uh, driver's side wheel.
0: Very, very true. That's a very good clue that I would never think to give. The car's tires are dirty. <laughs> That's good.
2: The, uh, name of the car is, uh, above the front grille on the hood.
1: The name of the car is above the front
0: Oh, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Like, I think traditionally, I will say it in a different way, even though what Heather said is better than what I'm about to say. Uh, traditionally where I think the, like, emblem of the car is, it's actually the car model.
1: Okay. And it's a European car that's American in the '70s. Yep. Sporty two door.
0: You can ask yes or no questions as well. I feel like we've gotten away from the yes or no questions.
1: I know. I'm trying to figure it out. What like what, like the, the European, possibly American, and why is is
0: a big clue. And I don't know. Jerry gives one more hint, but it might be a Please. big giveaway. And I'm not sure if it's a big giveaway or not. Hit us with it. Pretty much the Ford of Europe pretty much the Ford of Europe. Heather knowing what you know, which is more than me. Does that make sense?
2: Absolutely a hundred percent.
1: Okay. So what was what was Ford in Europe then?
0: By the way, it was very funny in our watch along party the other night when like Matt is like trying to pull cool car guy stuff and like there's actual car guys in the room and they're like, No, like that's not what are you like, we're, we're car guys. <laughs> I'm not saying that Matt's yeah. not a car guy, but, like, by comparison, like, you know, Alex and Justin are like, no, like, let's, you know, we're talking about cars here.
1: I think Matt didn't think that anybody that, like, actually liked cars would ever listen to us talk about Oh, no, cars
0: like, I am movies. wildly in the minority here. Like, most people who listen to the show, I think, love cars.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, the Ford of Europe. Um, Give me, hmm, it's not Fiat, right?
0: No. No, and the, the maker is actually hyphenated. Daimler Chrysler?
2: Mm-hmm. No. Nope.
0: But that is an example. But of you're position. on the right
2: track. You're, yeah, yeah, you're, that's, you're, you're thinking the right thing.
1: I'm not sure. You gotta give me another um, clue. This, give me a closer this, clue to the car.
2: This has a closer clue to the car. Okay. This, ca- this clue is literally attached to the car. Um, it's got a chunky bumper, front bumper.
1: <laughs> True. Very, very chunky. 70s.
0: It's, yeah. you know, like, like a wide belt, like a chunky belt, like from uh, Letty's belts in the first yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. It's got like, kind of like maybe speedy exhaust vents. In the rear quarter panel by the car, by the the tire. What European country would it be?
2: This, I believe, is German. And hyphenated.
0: Well, so, mm, kind of. Oh, weird.
1: Okay, that doesn't help me at
0: all. That actually makes things more complicated. So this is a nameplate marketed by this company, a division of another company.
2: Mm -hmm. Are you looking it up?
0: I'm looking on wiki.
2: Yeah, I too. Three yeah. distinct
0: series of automobiles between seventy and ninety-four.
2: This is the most niche thing I've ever looked at.
1: Okay.
0: And this this feels compared like Heather. Just so you know, this feels compared to other ones we've guessed lately. Like feels. I don't know if it's true or not. Feels pretty mainstream. Like we've had some okay. real like. There were seven of them ever made. It's like how am I supposed mm-hmm. to?
1: What What is the fucking hyphenated? So I yeah. So like in the day, a lot of these cars would be like made by multiple companies and badge we've talked about this before right like you have the mitsubishi 2000 and you have the eagle talon or falcon or what, like whatever that version was i don't know i don't know anything that's hyphenated it's it's
2: a roadster if that helps you with anything a roadster no it, what is, it is a what sport
0: is compact marketed without any of the parent company's divisional branding sourced as a creative import it became part of the actual maker's model line as a pony car, whatever that means. Okay. Yeah. It's a so it's sports car, a, or a pony car, and a roadster. Not a
1: Mustang.
2: A uh, pony car just means it's affordable. That's all it oh, means. Oh, okay. That, it's like a family car. You could just... Anyone could have it. So this is like your fancy... I, can, I have a sports car, but I'm not buying,
0: you know, a Ferrari, right? Like, that's... The origin of its name, it's derived from the namesake Italian Island. That's a pretty big clue.
2: That's a huge clue.
0: An Italian island. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also, this will help you. I have a friend whose daughter has this name. Spelled differently, though.
2: Also, I don't know if this will help you. Its name is also a bad fashion choice
0: from the early 2000s.
1: True. Very, very true. <laughs> no, tell me. I, don't, I can't guess it. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Uh,
0: I will say that the manufacturer is, is? a god hyphenated president. <laughs>
1: Triton, uh, Triton, no, it's also
0: a planet hyphenated president, Neptune, nope, Nope. yeah, you know famous Neptune cars,
1: I don't know, I'm guessing, what is it, Mars,
0: (laughs) yes, the famous Mars cars, the
2: first planet,
1: Venus, no, the first planet, Mercury, Mercury. Mm -hmm. yep, yep, Mercury, what, President, President, Lincoln,
0: yeah,
1: Lincoln, Mercury, A Lincoln, Mercury, Italian Island, I can only think of the ones that I've gone to, (laughs)
2: It's not Sicily. I'll give you that. To
0: expand on Heather's clue, it's a bad fashion choice, but a great one if you love a little bit of shin. Capri. Yeah! There you go.
1: Thank you. We got there eventually. Oof.
0: Hey, fellas, I'm keeping an old school, a 1974 okay. Mercury Capri. It's from Mercury Lincoln, which was basically Ford from Europe. So there apparently was a mm. European Ford line or whatever. Yeah, there's that they imported.
2: Ford of, of Europe. There's Ford of Australia. There's Ford of Germany. Ford of Britain. Like, yeah, it's a car that was specifically made by Ford for Europe. The
1: 70s ones are really cool, too. These Mercury Capris. Yeah. Dude, I don't ever, ever, cars ever think just, of fucking Mercury ever, like ever boats. as a car brand in my head. Oh man, you got me, dude. Like, I don't <laughs> ever think of Mercury ever being a car brand. And like the hyphenation thing, like Mercury Lincoln, it was like two American car names. Makes more sense. Okay.
0: By the way, I love having Heather on my team because she has like knowledge. Like she's got the right blend. Very good clues. She's got the right blend of like knowledge in like recesses of her brain, but not at the forefront that like at the outset is like unhelpful like me. Then she like sinks into it like where she's actually helpful. It's like, it's really a beautiful (laughs) blend. It's good. Yeah. It worked really well.
2: I'm looking at this great ad for it, Capri for 1971, the first sexy European yeah. under $2,400.
0: Speaking of car ads, I will reference this because last, not last lap, I guess two laps ago now, lap six, we had the classic car lap. And so in that, we were looking at a lot of classic car ads. We were pulling copy from different classic car ads or whatever. So I just read a book called Blackwater by Joyce Carol Oates, which is a fictionalized retelling of... Of a real life event that the movie *Chappaquiddick* was based on, where Ted Kennedy was driving, probably drunk, crashed his car into water, and a an aide died. Uh, he killed this young woman who's played by Kate Marr in the movie. Like that's what the movie's about, and it's about like him like trying to solve this personal crisis. But apparently, the National Lamp- or the Harvard, the National Lampoon, I think, did like an old school like looks beautiful, Joe. Like those old like big picture at the top and then like a bold headline and okay. it says if ted kennedy was driving a volkswagen he'd be president today and it's just like i'm like is this like it looks so good to be like it looks real but like they wouldn't like no like volkswagen would never actually do like yeah hey you know mr presidential hopeful like remember that time that you murdered that girl like accidental manslaughter and like bought your way out of it like yeah if you were exactly. driving one of our cars she'd still be alive but i was like oh my god like if i hadn't had that history that experience with like us looking at those ads, I would have been like, I don't really, but like, I'm like, this looks so good. So hats off to you, 1970s National Lampoon. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us, Heather. I really appreciate it. You you. are one down, eight movies to go, and other stuff. Well, nine movies to go, because F9 will come out this lap. So that's true. true.
2: I think, I think where I'm at is, okay, I know what I'm in for now with these. Even if I think the other films are, are worse, every single other one, even if I think if every single other one is worse than this film, I have the bar set of I know what what these are so I can enjoy them,
0: if that yes, makes sense. Exactly. Heather, I'm gonna say yeah, just live your life a quarter mile at a time and I was gonna say you should put time. your
1: thunderwear on
0: so you can I'm get gonna ready for quit the rest
2: this podcast them. right now.
0: Thank you for sticking it out. I mean it's uh... a... <laughs> You know, we are we are wildly early on that like you know we're you're, you're not too late to bail. We could always get more, but I uh, I, I love the hopeful stick to itiveness that we've got going on. I mean, here. they made nine of them, right? So they like, did. Just-
2: I mean, you know what? That's that's I give I give efforts so much credit, and they have put so much effort
1: <laughs> into these. That should pay for something here, right? Absolutely. Like, there's, there's nine of them, three seasons of a cartoon, multiple video
0: like there's. They made them. Joe, next week, big movie. Big, big movie. Not a Fast and Furious yeah. movie. Heather not with us. But we are going to have a guest. And we have a two-part event. It's it's like a, a two-part event? It's, like a, it's like a mini-series. We are doing okay. next Tuesday, finally, Better Luck Tomorrow with Brian Rodriguez of High School Slumber Party. And then finally. we are continuing the conversation on his podcast on the aforementioned High School Slumber Party Beautiful. the following Friday. So Crossover come back here. Crossover event Two-part miniseries, Better Luck Tomorrow. And then better luck tomorrow on Brian's podcast. Next week coming at you. But Heather, so next time in two weeks, we are covering the second movie, Too Fast, Too Furious. But oh, before man. that, you have what might be objectively the worst thing you will watch this lap. There is yeah? a six minute short called the Turbocharged Prelude. Uh oh. Too fast, Too Furious.
2: I was not told I would be watching anything other than these movies.
0: I told it's you animated short. series. I said short films. That's I loved you. You
2: did. You did. You did, you out. did. You
0: did. If you watch this and you're like, why is there no dialogue? Why does it seem like it's a bootleg version? That's the real version. So just know that going in. Okay. But a six-minute short on YouTube, the Turbocharged Prelude to Too Fast, Too Furious, and then the movie Too Fast, Too Furious. Get ready for that in two weeks here for the next time you join us. I hope you are very, very excited.
2: I am very, very excited.
0: What would you like to plug? Where can people find you? What would you like to tell our listeners about miss heather antos
2: yeah y'all can find me mostly lurking on twitter at heather antos on twitter i'm also at, at heather antos on instagram and i recently actually just started an art only instagram where you can follow my mm. artistic endeavors at at heather art Tos. So it's just my last name, but with an R instead of an N because I am lazy and uh, no, yeah. No, it's
1: beautiful. I like it.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't tell you how many people like send it to me like, is someone impersonating you? <laughs> what is this? But no, it's just where I'm, I'm posting all of my lovely penguin doodles and other um, fun paintings and stuff I've been working on. So you can check me out there And as for things to plug, um, one of the comic books I work on, Exo Man o War from Valiant, the latest issues just hit stores. So if you're a comics fan, please nice. go check it out. If you're afraid of, you know, socializing or if your stores are closed right now, um, never fear. It's also available at comixology.com.
0: Perfect. Very, very cool. Very, cool. very cool. Yeah. Well, Heather, one down, about 40 more to go. You are... <laughs> just a few
2: more to go (laughs) no we got this
0: we got this for all things too fast too forever you go to cageclub.me facebook.com slash too fast too forever or at too fast too forever on twitter and instagram email us family at cageclub.me check out our patreon page at too fast too forever.com and our store at too fast too forever.shop and come back next week for the two-part mini-series better luck tomorrow here and then crossing over the high school slumber party podcast i'm joey lewandowski i'm joe too and that was heather antos and we'll tell you all about it when we see you again